Financial Grown-Up Guide, Five Easy Ways to Beat Burnout with career coach Elizabeth Carazza. You're listening to Financial Grown-Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown-Up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money. But it's okay. We're going to get there together. We got this. Hey, grownups, this episode is one that unfortunately rings very true for me. And a lot of you can also probably relate because I have been having a huge problem that I haven't been sharing or talking about because it's a little bit embarrassing. I try to put on a very strong front. And while it was to a large degree of my own making, it was really taking away from all that I loved about just about everything in my life. If you messaged me or emailed me, for example, sometime this spring or even into early summer, you may have gotten a response saying something like, I'm in overwhelm mode. Can we talk in a month? Or I would try to put something on the calendar only to have it moved forward and forward and forward. I became the rescheduling queen. In fact, guys, the irony of this whole thing is that this very interview was postponed twice officially, but also I couldn't even get it on the calendar for a while because I was just feeling so overwhelmed and frankly burned out. And get this, guys, this interview is literally about how to deal with burnout. So after the most recent time I postponed this interview because I felt too burned out to even prep for it in time for the scheduled taping, I actually read through our guest pre-interview notes. And this past weekend, I did some of the things that she suggested that we're also going to talk about soon. So I'm going to let you guys in on what she says. And it worked. I hope to not slip into my old patterns, but I now feel newly motivated to do the things that I love. On that note, I am so thrilled to introduce to you the brains behind the burnout solutions that are now working for me, who also happens to be a dear friend of mine. We go way back, career coach Elizabeth Carazza. Hey there. Hi, Bobby. Thank you so much for having me here today. Thank you for being so patient while I rescheduled our interview. I mean, I know it was rescheduled in the calendar <laughs> twice, but I think that we rescheduled unofficially more than that. And I was burned out. I just couldn't deal. I was so overwhelmed to a large degree. What I really needed to do was actually read the notes that you sent me that I was too burned out to even read. Yes, yes, yes. And we do go way back. We go back to our Reuters TV anchor days. And I remember when I first started my first day at Reuters, Bobby welcomed me with a huge smile and she took me under her wing and showed me the ropes. And so that I'm forever grateful, Bobby. Oh, you are too kind. Yes, those days anchoring global business news. <laughs> Not that that's stressful at all either. <laughs> Very stressful. You know what? The interesting thing though is that sounds really stressful, much more stressful than doing a podcast. But I think that a lot of it is in our minds because I can be just as stressed doing this podcast and other things in my life as I was then. So it's all about your mental state. It's not necessarily that one job is more stressful than another's job or somebody else has more stress in their life than another one. We all have our stuff. And it's just a question, I think, of learning how to do specific things that work for you. And you actually brought us some tips. You have five tips, none of which I was, well, I was doing them, but I, well, we're going to get into, I was doing them, but not in the right mindset. So you have to really, you can't just read the list. You have to actually listen to Elizabeth, everybody. Okay. So we're going to get into your five tips to avoid burnout or at least to beat burnout because it may happen anyway. Okay. So the first one 
I can mess this up all the time because I took seven of these the little mini ones, but I took seven of these already in 2019. So something's wrong. It has to do with vacation, which I seem to mess up. Okay. <laughs> I hear that all the time because you want to actually take your vacation. Then when you're on vacation, you want to recharge, you kind of want to refuel and you want to unplug. You cannot be working the whole time on vacation. What I like to tell people is really make a plan for before you go. You can write it in the notes of your phone. doesn't have to be a big word document and just write out what is the main goal of this vacation. Well, it's to recharge. I don't want to feel burnt out anymore. So then what are the things that you need to do so you feel recharged when you get back from vacation? Okay, but on this show, if people look back, I forget which episode it was, but I talked about my trip to Costa Rica and it was eight days, which was really long for me. And I had a really hard time being unplugged. I purposefully did not bring my computer, but that in and of itself created anxiety because of the worry. Yes, I agree. I agree. I don't think it's realistic to unplug 100%. If you're one of those people who can, you know, I applaud you, but most people can't because they still need to, that you could have your own business, you could be an entrepreneur. So you still want to check in on things. You still might be responsible for certain projects at work. So you still need to check in. However, what I do tell people is you want to schedule that. You want to say, okay, instead of working eight hours on my phone or my computer every day on vacation, I'm going to check in twice a day. I'm going to check in at these times. I'm going to do a half hour at this time and a half hour at that time. So set the plan and set a schedule. If not, we start to feel potentially drawn in and sucked in. And it's almost like a black hole that you can't pull yourself out of when you don't have a plan. Right. And I think one thing that I'm going to start doing is putting on an autoresponder so that people know I'm on vacation. I'm only checking my email once a day or something, because I feel like I still need to get back to people. Because the truth is, even when I was on this trip, there were a couple emails that were important business things. And, and it was important that I acknowledge those emails sooner than I was getting back from that trip. There really are sometimes things, especially if you have your own business, you have a potential client that emails you, you don't want to not respond for a full week. Of course, that's what's paying the bills. But what I would say, I love how you said you'll put that out of office reply on and let them know, look, I'm, uh, I will get back to you, but it, it will be slower than the usual pace. I, I return emails. And that's okay. That's setting expectations. So nobody's wondering, well, isn't this important to Bobby? Or isn't this important? You know, they haven't gotten back to me. You want to let them know. And you're also setting expectations. All right. Number two has to do with the phone. Yes, 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 and yes. Okay, we all use our phones. We can, you know, it could be hours upon hours a day. And what I would say is when you get home, I'm not saying you totally have to disconnect, but but put it down, okay? So maybe you're going to put the phone down when you're prepping your dinner or maybe you're going to put your phone in another room while you're having dinner just so you can actually have a mind break from, you know, a digital device. Because we're either on our laptops or our computers or our phones, and you have to put it down at some point. That is going to help you disconnect even for a short time. I've been turning it off for an hour and setting like the timer on my oven for a full hour. I love that. I think that it's a little weird, but I've been trying to do that. I did it a couple of times. I just power it down. Because then also, if you do want to check your phone, you have to take the time to really power it up. And so I feel like that's an 
an additional step. So you can't just casually check it. But if there's something specific that you need to do on the phone, it's available to you. It's there. It's right there with you, but it will take that extra effort and you won't do it just to casually look at social media just because you're bored. Exactly. Or we're in the habit. We make habits of checking our apps. So when you have a ha- certain habit, you're con- you could be constantly checking. It also helps you to have real conversations and human interaction with somebody, which is so important. So instead of being on your phone, you know, all of dinner or during a conversation with your spouse or your kids, you're actually engaged. And I understand that busy parents and and busy people, professionals working, you don't always have that. But to try to make the effort to do it, study show when we're more connected to our family, when we're having more face-to-face interactions, you have better relationships. Right. So the third tip that you have to beat burnout is has to do with a two-letter word, N-O, no, say yes. no. Yes. We want to set boundaries. We cannot be all things to all people all the time. When we are, and when we do say yes to everything or almost everything, that is when real burnout can happen and overwhelm and resentment. If you're constantly constantly saying yes to things, but you don't actually really want to be saying yes, we can get bitter and resentful. And who wants to feel like that? So make a list of things that are important to you. What are the priorities in your life that you want to achieve? And does that match up with other people's requests of you? It's hard though, because I'll tell you, for example, it's summer. I have friends that come in and out of town and I had two friends that were both in town the same night. And I actually met one for like six and one at eight. I mean, I didn't really eat dinner twice, but I I met them both quote for dinner at those times because I wanted to see them both. So what do you do? You're kind of stuck. You can be stuck. Look, if it didn't fit with the schedule or you needed to do one of your uh, podcasts or media appearances or, or something, but you could only squeeze one person in, just be honest with them and say, look, I have a prior commitment. I want to know when you're coming in the next time. I want you to know you're important to me, but it just, it doesn't match up this visit. You know, so, so don't be afraid to say no and to explain to people that you're still important to me. I cherish this friendship. Work is nuts right now. Or I've got a lot on my plate, but in the next month or two months or when you're back in October, I am yours and we, I'm scheduling it right now. Right. Especially if one is last minute, because the truth is we don't have to always jump to see people if it doesn't fit in our schedule. Let's go to number four. Yes. When you're starting to feel overwhelmed, when you're starting to feel like burnout is happening, it's happened, you don't know how to get yourself out, you can use these tips, you can talk to a coach, you can talk to a mentor, you can talk to a doctor. It's important to get tools to combat it because if you don't, it will just keep getting worse and worse and worse. And we all know what it feels like to be burnt out. And it ain't pretty, okay? Right. So talk to a professional, basically. Talk to whether it's a psychologist, a doctor, a coach, a mentor. Just talking to somebody and letting them know how you're feeling can be really soothing as well. Yes, So because you will get new tools on how to to change the behavior. You want to kind of throw up a stop sign in your mind. You want to do a U-turn and say, I'm not doing this anymore. I don't want to feel like this anymore. Because burnout is exhaust—it's absolute exhaustion and it can turn into misery. And that's the last thing that you want to do. So you want to get extra sleep. You want to say no. You want to put yourself on the priority list. 
And speaking of that, number five is make yourself a priority. (laughs) Yes, make yourself a priority. We're so busy. We have kids and spouses or prior obligations and commitments. But if you're not a priority, you're not going to be your best self and you're not going to be able to do these tasks that you really need to be doing at a high level. You want to schedule self-care time in your calendar. You want to schedule things you enjoy like exercise, catching up with a friend, a movie, whatever it might be. You want to schedule this because what gets into the calendar is what gets done. So if so it's true. Floating oh, around, if it's floating around in your mind, that's not going to help you. You, sh- you know, you don't want to be thinking I should be doing this. You actually want to take action and do it and schedule it. And what I did, so this past weekend, this is one of the tips that I used from you is I actually read a book that is not by an author that's going to be on the podcast because generally that's all I do. I read a fiction book called Before We Were Yours. So far, it's really good. If anyone's reading, it's by Lisa Wingate, Before We Were Yours, and I'm really enjoying it. And it was a way to sort of get my head out of all of my work stuff and just kind of escape. And it was kind of nice to do something that wasn't just watching Netflix or going to a movie. It was it was just reading. I had the actual physical book and it was really relaxing. So so thank you for those tips. And by the way, I did want to mention, Elizabeth, so another way that I get to all this reading, and a lot of my listeners know this, because I don't always have the time to read the whole book, is that I use this app called Blinkist. It's become a regular part of my routine. Basically, what they do on Blinkist, and it can be on your phone, on your iPad, whatever, they take books and they break them down into short segments called blinks that are as little as like a minute or so. And then all of the blinks for a whole book is about 15 minutes. You can basically listen to or read a book. You can read it on a Kindle. You can listen to it on any device that has audio, your phone, whatever. I love it because I can read these nonfiction books. It's mostly nonfiction that I'm just not going to get to otherwise. And I loved it so much, Elizabeth, that I partnered with Blinkist and you guys can check it out and support the show. You can go to bobbyrebell.com forward slash Blinkist for a free trial. And again, that's bobbyrebell.com forward slash Blinkist. All right, Elizabeth, by the way, what are you reading? Well, one of my favorite authors is Dr. John Sarno, and um, The Mind-Body Prescription is fantastic. If you have any ailments or back pain, he talks about how how we internalize stress can cause pain in the body. And it is a fantastic book. It has saved my life in the past from back pain and chronic back pain. And I always like to do a refresher. So I, I'm, I'm getting a little bit of my summer reading. And so I don't forget these tools and tips that I've right. learned. We'll, we'll put links to both of the books that we just mentioned in the show notes. And tell us more about where we can, about, well, you have a whole career coaching business now. Post your career as a TV anchor with me, you now do career coaching. Tell us more quickly about that and the best way for people to get in touch with you and what you do. Yes, I am a career coach and TV contributor. So I still do a lot of media and television. Um, but as a you're on co- CNN a lot. Yes, yes, CNN and Fox and, and different publications. And I absolutely love it. And I like to help people. I coach business professionals, people who are looking to change careers, get a raise, perhaps do something they've always wanted to do and maybe didn't have the tools. They, you need a strategy to figure out what my next steps are. I love to help people achieve that. So that is what I do through my business. And I've just launched a new website and newsletter. So you can find me on www.elizabethcarazza. That's K-O-R-A-C-A.com. Awesome. And what are your socials so we can all follow you on social media? It's at Elizabeth, K-O-R-A-C-A. 
Is that on Instagram or on Twitter, I should say? Yeah, I'm everywhere. I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, kind of across all platforms. So cool. You got your name handle and everything. I messed that up. Everyone knows that. I'm at Bobby Rebel one on Instagram <laughs> and at Bobby Rebel on Twitter. So they do not match. There's a whole backstory. <laughs> we'll share it. We'll share it another time. <laughs> anyway, you were wonderful. Thank you so much for these great ways to beat burnout, Elizabeth. Well, it's my absolute pleasure, Bobby. Thank you for having me. Thanks for helping us all be financial grownups. Bye, guys. Financial Grown Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.